me the Bible, holy message shining. Thy light shall guide me in the narrow way. Precept and promise, law and love combining. Till night shall vanish an eternal day. You're listening to the Christian Sword Podcast. We are examining the archives of the Tennessee Bible College that was established in 1975. Carrie Duke is the Vice President of Academics and Academic Affairs at Tennessee Bible College. He is also a professor and teaches there as well. He contains a bachelor's, master's, and a Ph.D. from Tennessee Bible College. These are his lessons. Isaiah chapter 5 is a chapter of woe. Not woe as in woe is me because of hardship, but woe upon the wicked because of their sins. There are six woes in this chapter. And today we're going to look at five of them. And as we read them, we're reminded of America today. So let's look at these warnings and condemnations. First of all, in verses 8 and 9, we have a condemnation of greed. In verse 8, the Bible says, Woe unto them that join house to house, that lay field to field, till there be no place, that they may be placed alone in the midst of the earth. The people of Judah wanted more and more property. They bought a house, and then the one next to it, and then the one next to that one, and so forth. They bought land, and then the property next to it, and then the piece of land that joined it, and so forth. You have to eventually ask, when would that end? And will they ever have enough? These selfish people wanted everything for themselves. They tried to own as much land and as much property as they could. And if they had done this to help the poor and widows and orphans, that would have been great. But they didn't need all this, and they would never use all of it or even half of it. They just had a lust for possessions, and they had no love or compassion for other people. Does this sound familiar? The next two woes are about another common sin of our time, and that is the sin of drunkenness. Look at verse 11. Woe unto them that rise up early in the morning that they may follow strong drink that continue until night till wine inflame them. Now go down to verse 22, where he says, Woe unto them that are mighty to drink wine and men of strength to mingle strong drink. These people had a drinking problem. They started their day with a drink. They got up early, not late, and started drinking, and they kept it up until night. They loved to drink. They lived to drink. Their life revolved around alcohol, and they drank until they were, as he says, inflamed by it. It was not just the common working man that drank so much. It was also the leaders, the princes and the judges and other public officials. These people make important decisions. They need a clear mind, but the leaders of Judah clouded their minds with alcohol. Verse 22 calls them mighty men or men of strength, and that means that they were powerful men in high positions. Verse 23 shows that they upheld the worst people and went against the good people. They took bribes on top of their other sins. Now today, Americans spend billions of dollars on alcohol. It has become more and more acceptable to drink. People talk about drinking and getting drunk like this is a great blessing of life. And yet look at our country. Look at the marriages that alcohol has wrecked. Look at the health problems that it has caused. Look at the children that it has hurt. 
And look at the number of people that it's killed on our highways. Alcohol destroys. Proverbs 20 verse 1 says, Wine is a mocker and strong drink is raging, and whoever is deceived thereby is not wise. Drinking led to doom in Judah, and it will lead to our destruction as well. Now let's read verses 18 and 19. And it's hard as you read these verses to believe that people can be so brazen and even blasphemous in their attitude toward God. In verse 18, he says, Woe unto them that draw iniquity with cords of vanity, and sin, as it were, with a cart rope. What does he mean by these figures? Well, the Jews used carts in farming. They tied a rope to a cart and pulled it with an ox or a donkey. Here, Isaiah uses this as an illustration. He says that the wicked people pull the weight of their own sins. They, as Jesus said, labor and are heavy laden by their own sins. So just as the ox or the donkey work to pull around a cart, these sinners strain to pull their own sins. It's not easy to live a life of sin. The way of transgressors, the Bible says, is hard. Proverbs 13, verse 15. But they tried to think it was good. They lied to themselves. Their cords were vanity, and that means that they used vain excuses and empty reasons for why they live such a burdensome life. Now, verse 19 is absolutely shocking. It's almost scary to read. Listen to what these people said about God. They say, Let him, that is God, make speed and hasten his work that we may see it, and let the counsel of the Holy One of Israel draw nigh and come that we may know it. Their rebellious, prideful attitude was, Let him, that is God, go ahead and do what Isaiah said. Let him bring judgment. Let's see it. All we hear about is talk. If God is so upset with us, then let him show us his judgment. Now, have you ever heard such arrogance? These people were taunting God. And you might ask, well, would people do this today? Are people today that calloused? And the answer is yes. We have people in America who defy God. They hate the Bible. They mock the judgment of Almighty God. There are people today that are just as bad as these men of Judah. And what happened to them? Well, they got what they so sarcastically asked for in the end, and that is the judgment of God Almighty. In verse 20, we find another woe, and this fits America today so well that we're going to wait and look at it by itself in the next lesson. But for now, we're just going to read it. Verse 20 says, Woe unto them that call evil good and good evil, that put darkness for light and light for darkness, that put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. Now then, let's go on to verse 21. Here, perhaps, is the sin that was underneath all the rest. It was a conceited way of thinking, a pride of heart, a rebellion against the word of God. In verse 21, he said, Woe unto them that are wise in their own eyes and prudent in their own sight. This is the very sin that the Bible warns so much about. And it's the pride that led to so much destruction in the Bible. In Proverbs 16, verse 25, the Bible says, There is a way that seems right to a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. In Proverbs chapter 12, verse 15, the Bible says that the way of a fool is right in his own eyes. In Judges 21, verse 25, in one of the darkest times in the history of Israel, the Bible says that there was no king in those days in Israel. 
And every man did that which was right in his own eyes, and it didn't work out so well, folks. It led to their absolute destruction and ruin. In Romans chapter 1, verse 22, the Bible says that when the people of the Gentiles turned away from God, they turned to themselves, and professing themselves to be wise, they became fools. Yes, Isaiah chapter 5 is a chapter for today, and that's America through the eyes of Isaiah. If you have any questions about anything that was taught today, you can reach out to Tennessee Bible College. Their phone number is 931-526-2616. Their address is 1616 McCauley Road, Cookville, Tennessee, 38506. They would love to hear from you. Thank you for tuning in. Give me the Bible, holy message shining. Thy light shall guide me in the narrow way. Precept and promise, law and love combining. Till night shall vanish an eternal day.